0: You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. I want to come on here and just mention that it's time to do it. Whatever you waiting on, whatever you was holding you back, you got to go. You got to move. You got to activate your faith. And sometimes we're holding back on moving or speaking out and doing what we're supposed to do because we've built up some, some walls, right? And some armor that is a thing that we've just repeatedly told ourselves and it's not true. And so I wanted to just remind us of that. And one way that I was reminded of it this past week is I hosted a prayer night at my house, y'all. Now, if you know me, (laughs) I do not have people in my space. I don't do it. I don't think of myself as a host. Um, I don't think of myself as one who... Likes to curate, you know what I'm saying, a moment for people because it's not something that I traditionally do. When I grew up, our house was very much if you sleep here, you can be up in here. And if you don't, you won't. And so that was how my space was. We always went to other people's house for Thanksgiving, other people's house for Christmas, right? And so I don't know. I just got kind of used to that. And then y'all know this is my first apartment with me living by myself. And I really honored that. And I cherish my space, and it makes me feel good. And I just want to cultivate a space that I feel comfortable in repeatedly. And so um, my energy, right? I get to clean it and cleanse it um, and put things how I want them. And if I, they aren't how I want them, don't nobody have to see it because there nobody here, you know? And so that was what I was used to. And yet I kept feeling this desire to host my friends. I kept feeling this pull that I wanted to do more than what I was traditionally used to doing. And we have to honor those feelings. When you're feeling that tug to go beyond where you've been, when you're feeling that moment of like, this could be bigger, but I'm not really sure, and I haven't done it before, and what people are gonna say, how am I gonna respond to that, right? I don't know, I could have freaked out (laughs) for having people in my house. But I had to make the decision that I was okay with things not remaining the same that I was okay with using my voice in a different way. And what did that look like? When I talk about using my voice, when I'm talking about people being in my house, I had some little like goodie bags. There was no bag, but it was a little goodie moment. And all the peeps that came over, we had um, some skincare, things that I gave in my, I my extra stuff in my house. So I didn't even have to pay for that. Um, some journals. My mom sent me a bunch of extra journals because I told her that the night was happening. Shout out to my mama. And so um, everybody got some journals. There were pens that they got, some hand sanitizer because you could never have too much of that. And just creating something where like you came here, you weathered the storm It literally rained the day I was hosting a prayer night. And so it's like for you to come into my space, here is a token of thank you for you being up in here. And then I cooked, we had a taco night. So that was super cool. And The whole time, so mind you, before this, I was like, I am not a hostess. I don't be doing this. I don't be doing that. And yet I was preparing. Oh, I did a personal note for everybody and it was different for each person. And so I spent time in prayer before I wrote the notes to everybody. I had told my mom what I was doing. And so she partnered with me in that by sending me the notebooks and the hand sanitizer and the pens that I ended up passing out to the people. I looked around at the resources I already had, which is how people got the skincare. And so the whole time I was saying one thing about myself, but you know what happened when people came here? I had 11 people in my house at one time. That has never happened before. And what happened was people kept saying, Oh, I love your space. Oh, you've curated something really special in here. Oh, this is giving something that would be like, I feel like I'm in an influencer's house, like the way you have all this stuff set up. Um, they were super appreciative of the gifts. They kept saying that I cultivated a space that made them feel comfortable and they were able to be vulnerable as we shared and prayed with each other. That was the complete opposite of everything that I told myself. And it was how I used my voice, my voice artistically as I was decorating my living room when I wouldn't think about nobody being up in here but me. But then also as I was Use my voice to pray over this space. Like People saying that they felt vulnerable, and that's the very thing I was praying about. People saying that they felt like they could be themselves. That was something I was praying about. They felt comfortable. I was worried about I was like, I don't know the max capacity of people I can have up in here, and we feel comfortable because I never tested that. And so I used my voice to God and was hoping for things, and then that same day, that same night people confirmed that very thing. They spoke against the worries that I had, the fears I had, the anxiety I had, and they helped to give me a new identity that I wouldn't have been able to give myself. I don't think I would have been able to just start calling myself a hostess if I didn't host. I wouldn't have been able to say I can curate moments for people where we can usher in God's presence and we can usher in our authenticity at the same time if I wouldn't have went for it. And I think that there's even more of that to come for me. Like all the next phases and stages of my life are only going to fully happen as God intended for them to happen as I continue to fully step into those things and those little tugs and those little like inklings of I should do this, or I should tell somebody about this, or how can I speak life into this person about that? How can I not just do this on my own and by myself, but this turns into a moment that impacts others outside of me? That. Is how you get to a space of power. That's how you own your story. That's how you cannot be intimidated when things are coming your way and it just seems to be a lot. That is how you can break up the monotony of what you have going on, how you can have hope again, right? This year is not over. This month is not over. There are things that are attached to your name that you're supposed to go out and grab and you feel that much more able to do it, not because you're any different, not because you all of a sudden possess all these things in one night after one prayer that you didn't have the day before. That can happen. But there are also moments when we're just downright not qualified. Like My pastor actually did a sermon on Sunday and he was like, can I tell you a secret? He's like, you're not qualified. You're not that girl. You're not that person. You're not the most qualified person in the room. You're not the most eloquent person in the room. Like Sometimes that's the true narrative. That's the true story. And yet and still, God will call you and use you because there's something unique about you and which is why you're feeling that tug to go out and do the thing. And how you show up and how you speak out can make a world of a difference and change all the people around you. And so, I'm seeing that as I continue to just show up even in this space, right? Um people are talking to me about how they lost their jobs and that is something that I was not ready to hear and or relate to when it first happened to me, but now I'm in a different spot. And that different spot was because I honored the moment when I felt like I was like, you're ready. You can share now. Cause there was a time when it was like, don't tell nobody that, like, you know, because I wasn't able to handle all the emotions that bubble up when you talk about that topic. And yet now I'm in a different spot. And in that different spot, I use my voice in a different way. And as I use my voice in a different way, I interact with people in a new way. And it just causes us to um walk about our faith a little bit different together. And so that is the word for this week. And I want us to honor our armor. Can we talk about that? There are some things that are built up in us that we don't like, right? There are some habits that we have and it's like, why do I do this? Why do I talk like that? Why do I walk like that? How come that thing impacts me in that way? And we can get really frustrated with ourselves. And when we do that, I think that that is the nucleus in the start of when we start to talk down on ourselves, talk down on our situation, talk down on our timeline, talk down on the place where God has us. And- It doesn't spark hope. It doesn't make you feel motivated. It doesn't make you feel like, I bet. Let me talk to this person because if I talk to them, they might be able to partner with me and help me get what I need. You just feel stuck you feel lazy. You feel lethargic. You feel like there's no there's no point of really going forward because you've already deemed yourself a failure. You've already deemed yourself not worthy of success. You've already said that what I'm hoping for, what I'm praying about, what I secretly desire is not possible for me if I'm standing in this place. And so while it seems like we're ignoring the totality of the story, we're not. We are looking at Our piece, our total piece of the story, we're ignoring God's part of the story. And then we're wondering why we don't see light in the middle of the particular tunnel that we may find ourselves in. And so I want to invite us, instead of simply seeing our armor, simply seeing the parts of ourselves that are like, girl, or something that might mark you different from other people and seeing your armor, seeing how you've uniquely been built, those things that uniquely get to you and maybe not anybody else and use that to honor where you are. For me, I knew that I was a little bit nervous right, before um, going into the prayer night. And so I pray good And I like sitting by myself. And so while I was sitting by myself, I was praying for the people that RSVP'd to come. And that's how I ended up doing the personal notes. It was just kind of like, as I was praying over a person's name, something would come up and I wrote it down for them. And so that ended up becoming a super dope. And I think one of the most um, impactful parts of the little gift baggies that they got. But it came out of a place of me honoring the fact that I felt intimidated. I felt like I needed to pray over the people coming because I felt um, such a difference of like, yo, I'm going to a different place. Hosting people, that's not my bag. That's not where I usually find myself. And so if I'm going to do that, let me set an atmosphere and the spirit before they physically arrive at my address. right? And so in me honoring how I didn't feel like I was in a space that is typically comfortable for me or um, where people would ask me to host. Nobody, None of my friends asked me to host anything because that is not, not that I'm necessarily bad at it, but it's just something I haven't opened myself up to. So instead of being frustrated the day of the event, it was the day of the event when I'm writing those cards. And instead of me being like, Girl, you still nervous day of? If you don't got it by now, you're not going to get it. If you're not a host by now, you better get ready because they coming in T minus five hours. Like, I didn't beat myself up in that moment. I said, okay, let's honor that when you are afraid, you need time of stillness, you need time of quiet. Let's create a quiet atmosphere right now. I turned my music off and I said, okay, you need to pray, right? So that's bringing God into the situation. And then as I did that, I was able actually to um, use my voice To speak life into other people. And it impacted them in a way that I wouldn't have been able to do if all those parts didn't come together in that one space. And so we cannot want to use our voices, want to speak out, want to do some generational curse breaking for our families, want to start businesses, want to do all of these things under the sun. And then we get faced with the reality of who we are, the reality of who we've been, right? And then wonder. Why we're not going to get it done, and there's a tension that happens because we're not honoring our armor. Who you are and who you have been up to this point has carried you. It has helped you to breathe. It has helped you to be able to connect with other people. It helps you to even find your faith, find this podcast, find this YouTube video. And so you want to respect the fact that that's where you've been. Even if you feel that God's calling you to a change, even if you yourself just want better, you want more in this season of your life. That's totally. But honor what's been built up in you in that moment, and see how you can pivot to help you get where you want to go based on what you have. There are so many people in the Bible, in the Word, in our lives around us that use what they have to get what they desire. It is possible with what you have. There's a woman who she was like, "Yo, people's coming for me and my sons. I owe them some bread. My husband died, and I don't know how I'm gonna get them what they need. They're gonna take my kids from me." and a prophet told her, he was like, what do you have in your house? And she said nothing but. And after she got that nothing but, he said, oh, so use that and then you're going to be good. And she used it. And not only did she have enough to pay her debts, she had more than enough. She was able to live off the rest. We have more than enough within ourselves, within our genetic makeup, within how we look, within the habits that we have, within the routines, just stuff that we naturally do without any thought. And it is enough to change your situation, not just change it for the moment. It's what you can live off of. And that's why it was deposited to you before you weren't born. God thought about all those intricate moments and the very details of things that would happen in your life. And you're just now catching up. You're just now starting to understand why you had that. I have a little bit of a, to how I go, like to how I move, right? But that is what I think makes me entertaining. And y'all know I watched a blog of me, my latest blog, make sure y'all check it out. My latest blog, I literally watched it and I laughed at myself. Like it was, I was like, ugh. First of all, you cute. Second of all, how I talk, how I just present thoughts and ideas. I was like, yeah, like you're dope, <laughs> and that was nice. But there was a time where I would have watched that and been cringing. There have been a time where I've been like, girl, you're doing too much, like, right? right? But that's because I wasn't honoring what was already given to me, and I didn't want to use it. And I used to feel stuck. And when I used to write poems, or when I was trying to figure out what am I gonna do, what's my thing, and I was stuck because I was trying to push away. I'm like, girl, poetry, you don't even write all the time or you don't write like other people. You don't do this and you don't do that. And the more that I talked down on what I did, the more disqualified I felt, the more in a hole that I felt I had dug myself into and the more that I felt like nobody would be able to understand and I wouldn't be able to get myself out. And so I want to speak to that part of you, that part of you that is saying, I can't do this. That part, that but you don't get that every time I've presented that part of myself, people don't accept it. They laugh. My mom and them like that, and I get how it is for them, and I don't want to model that same pattern. I'm telling you, it's uniquely given to you in this time, in this year, for the situation that you have in front of you, the circumstance that you are faced with, the past that you've had to endure Or a reason and it will make all the difference. Don't forget to use what you have in your house. Honor your gifts. Honor your makeup. Honor what has protected you to get you to this point. That is how your faith will grow. That's how you'll be able to rise to the occasion of the purpose that has marked on your life, and that's how you'll be able to impact the community that you have around you. Do you know that when we act fake, people can tell? <laughs> Do you know that when you don't believe in yourself, people can tell? You know when you're not feeling something, people don't feel it either. Because girl, if you're not excited, why am I excited? Or people are excited, and they have to continue to cheer you on, and eventually they get bogged down because you're such in a funk that you don't realize that your people need you too. And so I want to caution us of not honoring, of placing dishonor upon ourselves. We do it all the time. And I think that um, it can get really dangerous because one, we continue to accept that type of behavior and that type of language from ourselves. But on the flip, we also start to accept that from other people. We start to expect it. Why would you expect people to see you in a better light when you don't see yourself in that way? Why would you expect people to cheer you on when you don't cheer yourself on? And so we not only tell ourselves harmful things, we start to feel harmful things and dishonor about the way that other people see us, about the way that God sees us, and just how our life continues to flow. And it makes it harder to get out of the space where you don't want to find yourself in because you continually tell yourself that's the only place that you'll be. And so honor your gifts, honor your voice, honor the unique makeup that you have because it is given to you for a reason. Use what you have. Don't leave nothing on the table. And so the power tool for this week is to look around. Look around. See what you have. What is in your crib right now? What's in your notes app right now? What is in that email folder that you have that you be filing stuff away you haven't looked in in a while? What's there right now? What's in your Bible? Right now, what's in that Bible plan? And that it spoke to you and it told you to pray a prayer, you didn't pray it yet. Like, go back to it and say that thing out loud. What is in your journal? What is in your goals that you wrote? And there's something there where it's like, you can make some shake. You still have time to go after that thing. Use what. You have, you need some bread or are some clothes in your closet that you could sell and give away. Um, and that'll help you to get, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of change for the holiday season. Do you know a person that has a business and they actually just posted on their IG that they need help and you're feeling intimidated about going up to them, but we are one DM away from getting the very thing that you are hoping and praying about. Use what you have the people around you, the things that you have within yourself, what you've said, what you've written down. um, Use it, your imagination. Use what you have. That is how you tell your spirit that you honor where you are and that you respect the place that you're trying to go. This is a a quick one, but I hope that it is helpful to you guys. It's something that I'm going to be listening to again. And I'm actually about to listen to myself after this. The Trust is the Plan, podcast episode was a hit I remember that when I recorded it I was like nah this is good and so I need to be reminded of that I am heading out on a trip honey I'm going to LA and I need to be reminded of what's the plan like I'm like all right God, what we doing how is this gonna rock out what are what are you saying to me right now and the first thing popped in my head was trust is the plan but I have a whole episode of like what that means, and I need to be reminded of that. And so, um, if you need a little bit of an extra power boost this week, the Trust is the Plan episode on the Power and Pros podcast is a place where I'll be getting an additional power source, and you can plug into that as well. So, as always, I hope this has helped you guys. And if so, be sure that you share with a friend. You can also subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and leave a rate and review or comment um, on the Apple podcast app, but then also here on YouTube. I really, really, really appreciate it. And it just lets me know what you guys are gravitating towards, what you need help on, how we can dive into scriptures together, how I can be praying for you guys in the background and the foreground and all the things. So be sure that you continue to plug in. If you haven't already, be sure that you tap into the pros and praise pages newsletter via the link in the notes. It is a space where I share just additional devotionals, scriptures, sermons that I'm watching, and just things to help us stand fully in our power each and every week. So you can tap into that. And if you already are, share the link with a friend, have them to tap in, don't hold all the goodness for yourself. And if we haven't connected on Instagram, be sure to do that at Power and Pros Podcast and my personal Instagram as Zest of Desk. I can't wait to connect with you there. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye y'all.